0: Now,
1: here's your host of Long-Term Care Radio, Brian Ott. You know, when I was in seventh grade, my mom was the bookkeeper at a local grocery store. And Millis Grocery was the name of the grocery store. And she got me a job there. She knew the owners, good good friends of hers. And so I would stop in after school a few days a week, and I'd empty some trash, and I'd sweep the sidewalk and pick up the trash out in the parking lot and things like that and just kind of tidy up the place. Well, in May of my, t- I was in seventh grade at this point, And in May of that year, the, or April, the business got sold to these new owners and they came in and they changed the name of the store to Jack's Market. And I didn't know what to do. I just, you know, I was earning like 10 bucks a week or something doing this job, emptying the trash and not spending a lot of time, but it's like, it was a job and I wanted that job. So I decided I'm just going to stick with it. I'm just going to keep showing up and doing what I did. So that's exactly what I did. I just came after school on my bike, went and emptied the trash, went and picked up the parking lot and did what, you know, I figured if I didn't make eye contact with the new owner, then I couldn't get fired. So after doing this for about four days, I came in one day to do the trash and there was the owner and uh, he was sitting there by the cash register and he sticks his hand out and says, hi, I'm Larry. Uh, what's your name? And I'm like, hi, I'm Brian. And he says, so tell me about your job here. I've seen you've been working. What, what do you do? And I'm like, well, yeah, I, you know, I empty the trash and I sweep the parking lot and I do this and I do that. And he's like, okay. Do you think you can still keep doing that for me I'd, I'd love to have you and i'm like well yeah you know that'd be great so i continue to do that through you know the next couple of weeks and then school ended and he said you know is there any way you think you could work a little bit more he goes i've been watching you and i kind of like the way you work would you like to be able to work a little bit more i said oh absolutely so he said i'd like to talk to your mom and just check with her because i was only 13 at the time so my mom said yeah that's fine So I actually went to work in, you know, June of that year in the summer. So this was between seventh and eighth grade for me. I was 13 and I got a job working there and I was working 40 hours a week. And the main job, you know, I stocked and I helped carry out groceries and kept the parking lot and did all those things that I was doing before. But I also learned to clean the meat market. They had a full butcher shop there. So they had the bandsaw and the hamburger grinder and the the meat cutting tables. And I would go in and clean that up every night because it had to be cleaned every single day. So that was my main job. And I just, you know, I, I was willing to do it. And I tell you what, I think I was paid three dollars and ten cents an hour when I got that job and I had it for five years. And when I graduated high school and went to college, I think I was making three thirty-five an hour. But here we go. That summer between seventh and eighth grade, my very first paycheck, the first week that I had worked forty hours, I had done the math. And there it was. I was gonna make a hundred and twenty-four dollars. I was so excited. I mean that was that was all the money in the world back then. And I got my paycheck and I I opened it up and I was just all excited telling my mom I want to open a savings account at the bank and I was just ready to go. And I opened up that check and I looked at it and I was just so disappointed because the check was for like, you know, $90 or $92 or something. I said, mom, this isn't right. I made $124. I I worked, you know, 40 hours at $3.10 an hour. And she sat down and she explained, you know, well, you got to remember, you got to pay taxes you've got to pay, you know, there's social security taxes, there's, there's, there's a federal income tax, Colorado had a state tax. And I was like, oh, you know, what is that about? And I'll tell you, this was my crash course on taxes, you know, or more to the point, the fact is that all the money that we earn, you don't get to keep. And in fact, just as a little sidebar right now, most Americans work generally about the first four months of every year, sometimes the first five months just earning money, meaning all that money that you earn the first four or five months of the year actually goes in taxes of, of some type, either to state or federal taxes. So I learned the lesson the hard way, realizing that I don't get to keep all that money and that some of that money goes to Uncle Sam and that was the taxes. Now, we all have to pay taxes, and at the same time, the amount of effort that people put in to avoid taxes is just staggering. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, there's CPAs, and there's just a lot of work that goes in to make sure that we're not overpaying taxes. And, you know, part of the reason why this is, is such a big deal, I think, is because, you know, taxes are necessary, but they're also punitive at the same time. The problem with taxes in this country is really just the sure amount of taxes that we pay. You know, we have income tax, which we understand, but then you also have property tax. You have sales tax. You have gas tax. You have taxes on investments, taxes on our airline tickets, taxes on the phones and utility bills. And then you've got your sin taxes. you got alcohol, tobacco. And then think about all the, like like the city of Seattle actually put a tax a few years ago on ammunition, believe it or not. So taxes are really used for social engineering. The the, the less we want of something, the more we're going to tax it, the more we're going to increase that price, so to speak. And that's the idea of those taxes. And it doesn't always work. And then we have it going the other way as well, too. We have tax credits and tax breaks. And these are used to promote more of something that the government wants. For instance, solar panels, right? We're going to give you a tax credit if you buy solar panels. Electric cars. I just actually got an electric car that I ordered back in October. They're going to give me a $7,500 tax credit back, the federal government, because they want us to buy these electric vehicles. Child tax credits, tax deductions for charitable giving, medical insurance for businesses. They want business to to buy that medical insurance, so they make it a tax-deductible expense for businesses. So we're always looking for those tax breaks, and rightfully so. There's no need to pay more taxes than we have to because there's taxes all over. We're always paying taxes. And this week I got a question from a radio listener from Alan. And Alan just asked, he said, if I buy a long-term care insurance policy, are the premiums that I pay deductible? Otherwise, can he deduct that premium expense and not pay tax on that portion of the income? And the answer on this, Alan, is it depends. The IRS has given us several opportunities to deduct long-term care insurance premiums, but you have to meet certain criteria and certain requirements. And I'll go over those with you today, and I'll really break down the options for individuals as well as businesses, because they're two different groups, and they're going to be have two different opportunities to deduct some of the premiums. But the first thing I want everybody to remember is that long-term care insurance benefits come back to us tax-free. So when we're pulling the money out of that policy to pay for the care that we need, that's not counted as income. That's a tax-free benefit. And this is an important point because this does not change even if you get a deduction on the front end for the long-term care insurance. So if you get a deduction for buying the long-term care insurance, the benefit still comes back tax-free. Other insurances like life insurance, disability insurance, they don't offer that same option. If the business owner, for instance, deducts life insurance or they deduct the cost of disability insurance and then somebody is disabled and they go on claim, that disability income is then taxable income. So the IRS has allowed us with long-term care insurance to be able to deduct some of the premiums in certain situations, but we also get the benefit back tax-free. So that does not change, and that is very, very important. So how do you get a deduction? Let's talk about this. Let's look at individuals or people who are not self-employed. So this means if you're just an, empl- you know, an employed person, or even if you're retired, how would you be able to deduct long-term care insurance premiums? Number one, and there's two ways. The first one is if your medical costs and the cost of the insurance exceed 7.5% of your adjusted gross income, you may deduct part of the premiums up to the IRS limits. Okay, and so what we mean by that is if if you're making $100,000 a year and you have $7,500 in medical expenses and the cost of the insurance, you can add that together, you can then deduct that. But the key is you have to itemize your deductions for that to work. So you get a standard deduction from the government or you can itemize, meaning you're keeping track of all your expenses. So medical costs, if you have a year where you have high medical costs, over 7.5% of your adjusted gross income You can add in your insurance premiums, and you can deduct those that year as well. If you have a health savings account, so if you had one through work, if you're still working or you're retired and you have a health savings account, you can pay premiums out of that health savings account up to the IRS limits. And again, remember that health savings accounts were funded with pre-tax dollars like 401Ks. So you did not pay income tax on that $100 that you put in your health savings account. So that money is basically tax-free money and you can pull it out tax-free and use it for medical expenses, but you can also pay some of the insurance premiums up to IRS limits. And what I mean by that, the IRS limits are based on age and they're they're adjusted each year. So the age is in blocks of, of usually 10 years, and so we'll say less than 40, you could deduct $450 a year this year. If you're between 40 and 50, it's $850. If you're between fifty and sixty, it's sixteen ninety this year. If you're, you know, and it just jumps up. If you're, you're between sixty and seventy, it's going to be, uh, f- I think it's forty three ten. And then if you're seventy to eighty, it's going to jump up to fifty six forty. But you don't need to memorize those numbers because those numbers adjust each year. But it's based on blocks, so that's the amount that you could deduct out of your health savings account. And if you meet that threshold at 7.5%, you're not limited. So so you're spending more than 7.5% on your medical costs, you're not limited to those IRS amounts. You could deduct the actual premium that year for long term care insurance. So, as an individual, there are two ways you can deduct long term care insurance. You got to meet that threshold for medical expenses, or you can deduct it if you have a health savings account. That's really what happens. But what about business owners? Well, this is where the options are much more abundant. We have a lot more options that allow you to deduct some of the premium and sometimes even all of the premium of long-term care insurance policies. I'm going to tell you what you need to know, but first we need to take a quick break. So stick around. I'll be right back.
0: Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, providing valuable insight to protect you in the event of an extended health care situation. Learn more by attending one of Brian's free live webinar classes this month. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com.
2: Hey, it's Dory Monson. Welcome back, my friends, Brian and Madeline from 525 Advisors. They took a break last year due to that debacle created by the Washington State CARES Act, you know, the payroll tax on employees for forced long-term care that was basically worthless. The law was so poorly written and created such a mess, most insurance carriers temporarily quit offering plans in the state. But 525 Advisors is back, ready to help protect your family and savings with the best long-term care plans available. They did for my wife and me, and we couldn't be happier. I know everything we worked hard for won't be whittled down paying for long-term care. And most importantly, our girls are protected from the burden of having to care for us. And a great bonus, our plan pays us back if we never use it. So learn about all kinds of important long-term care information and join Brian this Saturday at 10 for Long-Term Care Radio here on 97.3 Cairo-FM. Check out his upcoming live webinar schedule, too, at 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. Hi,
1: this is Brian Ott with 525 Advisors. Over the years, I've had the opportunity to protect many people and their families with long-term care planning. However, I've also seen how long-term care events devastate families and turn the last years for the family into their worst years. Many people believe the downside from a long-term care situation is limited to financial loss. Yeah, often it's the emotional damage that lingers and hurts the family members the most. Watching a loved one go through their savings is one thing, but watching a loved one lose their dignity is far worse. Long-term care insurance provides a dedicated source of funds to help pay for your care when you need it. But more importantly, it provides you with a team of trained professionals that will help you and your family manage your care. Learn how you can stay in control of your care options, maintain your dignity, and protect the people you care about most by attending one of our upcoming live webinars. Sign up today at 525LongTermCare.com. That's 525LongTermCare.com. This
0: is Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Listen and learn information from a certified long-term care planning specialist. You can email your questions to radio at 525advisors.com.
1: And welcome back. Hey, you just heard a couple of ads there. We do have a couple of our live webinars coming up here in June. It's going to be on the 18th, which is Saturday, and it's going to be on the 23rd, which is the following Thursday. And you can find that information at our website again at 525longtermcare.com. Again, that's 525longtermcare.com. Just click, you sign up for the uh, the class you want. They're both the same, so just one Saturday, one Thursday, and they're live, and you'll be able to send your questions in, and so those are the ones that are up on the calendar, and we will send you a link as soon as you sign up, and all you need to do is you can, you can join the webinar with your smartphone, you can do it on your computer, your tablet, whatever. We're just going to send you a link. You click on it, and then you'll be able to participate in that class, so look for those coming up again June 18th and June 23rd. So... We're talking today about deducting long-term care insurance premiums. We got a question from Alan wanting to know if he purchased a long-term care insurance, can you deduct the premiums? Do you get a tax write-off for doing that? And what we learned was as an individual, you're limited to exceeding the 7.5% threshold of your adjusted gross income in medical costs. Then you can deduct it. Or you can use a health savings account to pay up to the IRS limits, which are going to be based off your age, and they're going to adjust those limits every year. But what if you're a business owner? Well, this is where everything changes, and there are just so many ways that a business can deduct the premiums for long-term care insurance, and we want to look at these because there's a lot of people out there that it doesn't matter whether you have a small side gig or you own a big business or a corporation, there are some abilities to deduct some of the premiums. So first off, long-term care insurance is free from discrimination, meaning that as a business owner, you can buy it for yourself, you can buy it for select employees, without having to buy it for everyone. So this means that you own the business, you can get it for yourself, you can get it for your spouse, you can buy it for maybe a key employee, but you don't have to. You don't have to buy everybody like like a group policy. So just keep that in mind. If you're a business owner, you can go out and you can buy and you can discriminate among your employees and choose certain employees if you want to buy long-term care insurance form. Your tax breaks or the deductions will depend on how your business is structured and how you file your taxes. And let's go over this for a second. We have a sole proprietor, you have a partnership, there's an S corporation and there's a C corporation. So this is the way the businesses are generally taxed. Now, the other thing that you also want to find out is is your spouse a bona bona fide employee of the business? And so all of these things are going to determine what we can deduct and what we're eligible to deduct for long-term care insurance premiums. Now, there's lots to discuss here, and it sounds complicated, but I'm going to just try to break this down so that you can make sense of it. First off, you can deduct 100% of the premiums for your employees regardless of how your business is structured. So if you have an employee and you wanted to buy them long-term care insurance, you could certainly do that. They're not limited on the IRS deductions based on age. Now, as a sidebar here is an employee, you could also have your boss buy you that long-term care insurance. And you know, if you're trying to work out a raise or something, they could certainly buy that because – It's a business expense for them. And then you guys aren't paying the social security tax and all those other things on it as well too. So sometimes it makes sense to have your employer buy you a long-term care policy. And most of the time, those policies will be portable, meaning that your boss can pay the premium while you're working. And then if you quit, you can take the premium, you can take it over and you can take the policy with you. So that's something that you can always do. But let's go back to discussing business owners and how they can deduct premiums. If you own a business and you are taxed as a sole proprietor, a partnership, or an S corporation, you can deduct the long-term care insurance premiums for you and your spouse up to those same IRS limits that I talked about. So again, going by age, you know, 40 to 50, 50 to 60, 60 to 70, the IRS is going to say you can deduct this amount each year per person. So that's something that you really just need to keep in mind if you're, again, an S corporation, if you're a partnership or you're a sole proprietor. Now, let's talk about sole proprietors for just a second because there's a really neat little loophole here for sole proprietors. So let's just say that, you know, you've got to eliminate Stan. You're just a sole proprietor. You're keeping track of your business expenses and you're filing that tax return. If you have a bona fide employee, your spouse, now there's a way that we can actually deduct all of the long-term care insurance premiums without being limited to the IRS. What what they give us those brackets that they put out each year. And the way you do this is if the, if you're a sole proprietor and your your spouse is a bona fide employee, you could buy a joint policy. It could be in their name as the owner, and then the business could write the check for the hundred percent of the premium. Now, this is a very tricky thing here. If you're a, um, for instance, if you had an asset-based plan, you could deduct a long-term care insurance premium. But remember that. Asset-based plans have some portion that is devoted to something else. The IRS calls them linked benefits, meaning some of it might be going to life insurance, and a portion of those premiums are going to long-term care. So they have to separate those out. But the long-term care insurance part is deductible. So again, if you're just a sole proprietor and your spouse is working for you and you pay them a W-2, they're a bona fide employee. You can actually, there's a way, kind of a loophole way that you can actually write off almost all the premium. On a traditional, you can write off 100% of the premium. So that's something that's very nice. Set up a joint plan, let them be the owner, and write 100% of that off. If you're an S corporation, that little loophole does not exist because under the IRS rules, your spouse actually owns part of the business. So the IRS looks at S corporations a little bit differently, so just keep that in mind. But just as a general rule, if we're flying over, and again, I'm not a CPA, so I'm not giving you legal or tax advice. You want to talk to your accountant about this, but the IRS puts a table out every year, and they say this is what you can deduct if you're self-employed, if you're an S corporation, a partnership, or a sole proprietor. Now, let's talk about C corporations for a second. So a C-corporation is a separate entity. So a C-corporation can also be an LLC or a limited liability company taxed as a C-corporation. A lot of LLCs are taxed as S-corporations. Some of the LLCs are taxed as partnerships. But you can also have an LLC taxed as a C-corporation or you can have a regular C-corporation. And if you have a C-corporation or you have that LLC taxed as a C-corporation, the rules are the same. And under the IRS rules now, you can write off 100% of the premiums for your employees for long-term care insurance. And remember, if you're taxed as a C corporation, you are an employee of that company. So even if you're the LLC that owns all of the company, it's taxed as a C corporation. Technically, you are a employee. And the way you know this, a lot of people are incorporated. If you have one tax return an S corporation is very common, and then you have 1120, so the profit or losses flow down to you. As a C corporation, you're going to have a tax return. You're going to fill it out just like you are if you're working for somebody else. And then the company, the corporation, is going to have its own tax return. So those C corporations don't fall under the IRS limits, and this makes it very, very nice for people that own C, or tax the C corporation that owns businesses to buy long-term care insurance because they can write off 100% of the premiums for the long-term care insurance and the benefits will still come back to them tax-free. So that is just something that is just very important and very you, you need to understand that. And even if you 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 do this for a shorter period of time, I mean, there's a lot of advantages. What I mean by that is since a C corporation, they don't put limits. The IRS says what's reasonable. They don't Say you can only deduct X amount a year as a C corporation, they say it's just got to be a reasonable premium. Well, we have traditional plans out there that are single premium. We have traditional plans that you can pay in 10 years. And then, of course, we have the asset based plans, and we have a lot of those carriers that will separate out the long term care insurance premiums so you can pay that in a lump sum or over five years over 10 years. So, this gives that company that's taxed as a C corporation a lot of flexibility. If they had a really good year, they can maybe just do a single premium and, and write that policy off, deduct all that premium on the front end. The benefit's still going to come back to them tax-free. It's also very popular for five years and 10 years. And I'd like for me as a business owner, I have a 10-pay plan. Mine's an asset-based plan. So I write a check out of the business for the long-term care insurance portion. I get to deduct 100% of that. And after 10 years, my policy will be fully paid up. And when I go on claim, I still get the long-term care insurance benefits back tax-free. So, again, remember that traditional plans are 100% deductible because there's it's just the, the pure risk insurance. And so we can still do that for businesses over 10 years or even a single pay in some instances. The asset-based plans are going to be considered a linked benefit by the IRS. And so what that simply means is that part of that benefit, it has to be separated out to, to say, okay, this portion is long-term care insurance this portion is the other linked benefits usually some kind of life insurance premium is what is considered and remember life insurance benefits come back to you tax free that's why you don't get to deduct that premium on the front end they they have an exclusion for that for long term care insurance i should say they have an exclusion where you can deduct that premium but the return is going to come back to you tax free as well too so that's really really huge thing to think about and so for a lot of business owners in fact we just recently had a client that was set up as an S corporation. They called their CPA, they started talking to them about it because they wanted to do a big long-term care plan, they wanted to deduct the premiums, they actually flipped it over to an LLC taxed as a C corporation, they went through that and they were able to write off 100% of those premiums. So it's really just gonna boil down, as a business owner, how are you taxed? C corporations, not limited to the IRS limits, all the other types, sole proprietor partnerships, S corporations, You just have to follow the deductible amounts every year. And again, those do change every single year. So there's just a lot of, always think about that. I love that when we talk about people, how do you design a plan? How do you get the best way to fund it? And if you can get those tax breaks, you certainly want to do that. So we need to take a quick break here for the news, but stick around when we come back. I want to introduce you to Tom and Jackie, our clients of the week. And I'll explain to you how we set up an asset-based plan with maximum tax deductions from their business. We'll be right back. Avoid the mistake of paying unnecessary taxes, guarantee the
0: quality of your care, and preserve your legacy and wealth by setting up your own tax-free long-term care plan. Learn more by attending Brian's free live webinar class. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. Are you confused about the best way to protect your family and savings? Get answers now by listening to Long Term Care Radio with Brian On, certified long term care planning specialist with Five Two
1: Five Advisors. Hey, and welcome back, and thanks again for tuning in to Long Term Care Radio. If you just tuned in, we were talking about tax deductions. We got a question from a listener on our uh, through our website. And again, if you're a sole proprietor, a S corporation, a uh, partnership, you're going to be able to get some tax deductions based on IRS limits. If you're a C corporation, you are not subject to those limits. And then if you're just an individual or an employee, you still have some options, but you're either going to have to meet that threshold where you spend more than 7.5% of your adjusted gross income on medical costs, or you have to have access to a health savings account and the IRS will allow you to pay some of the premiums out of that health savings account, which is a very popular uh, way to do it if you have some good money put away in that. So um, this week at the bottom of the hour, we're going to talk about Tom and Jackie here. This is our Clients of the Week. And if you're new to Long-Term Care Radio, the Client of the Week is just really an example of how we put a, a plan together and kind of what we talk about, what we consider, and how we end up coming up with that customized plan. So Tom is 54. Jackie's 52. They came to us to put a plan in place because, you know, they were just basically taking the initial steps to start to plan for retirement. They wanted to get some things in order. They have two children. Their youngest just finished college, so they felt this was a really good time to start looking at some of these things that they've been putting off. Now, their concerns were not unique. I mean, Tom's father has Alzheimer's, and they just had to transition him to a facility and his, you know, just basically because his mother couldn't take care of him anymore, she just couldn't manage his care. She had been doing this for over four years, and it's been devastating financially, physically, and even mentally. And and Tom's seen this. You know, he's just like, man, this is just firsthand. We're living this. So Tom and his sister are now aware that. This is what happens in long-term care situations, and you know they've, they're basically in a situation now where they're going to have to probably help their mother out financially because their father just has devastated the estate, and you know moving him into a facility now a memory place is going to be very expensive. So he realizes that you now financially this is going to leave his mom in a hard spot. They don't want to repeat this on their family, so uh, you know Tom and Jackie are both saying, "Look, this this is something we don't want to pass on to our kids, so we want to start doing some planning." you know, being a burden on their family, burning through their assets, watching Tom's parents go through this. They're like, we're going to avoid that at all costs, so how do we do it? And that was really their main concern. Here's what we found out about them. Tom and Jackie are both in good shape physically, so they didn't have really any issues that we were concerned with. That means we could really apply with any of the carriers, which was really good. You know, Jackie was treated for breast cancer in her 40s, but she's been fine since. And the general rule with cancer situation you know, most of the carriers are going to say, look, if you're in remission, you're clean, you're clear, uh, bill of health for three years or five years or whatever that magic number is, you're fine. And so Jackie was well past that. So she had some options. Now, the downside to this was, you know, we're kind of, I, I always look at this. If someone's been a cancer survivor, we always say, look, this is a window of opportunity. If you're out, you know, it was five years ago, we now have a window of opportunity because the downside is if you have cancer and then that cancer comes back, most of the carriers are never going to insure you again. So you always want to look at that. If you're healed up, you've got a clean bill of health, that's that window of opportunity, and that's really where we were with Jackie because she was healthy. She didn't have any issues, but that could change. You know, If she gets another diagnosis, even if they treat her and, and cure her from it, she would probably be uninsurable. So we we certainly want to take advantage of that. Jackie and Tom own a business uh, which they plan to run for at least another 10 years. They really like what they're doing. They own their home and they have a commercial property that they run their business out of. So that's another asset of theirs. They have retirement accounts that they're contributing to. They have some cash savings. They would like to transition the business to their kids at some point if that works out. You know, their kids are getting older now and starting to show a little bit of interest in the business. So they thought, well, that might be something that we do. We might transition that business to the kids. Before, you know, it was something that wasn't really on the radar, but now it was. Tom originally thought he might just sell the business and self-insure with the proceeds. Then he watched his parents go through this, and then his kids are starting to show interest. And he's like, well, that would really put a a damper on things if we were forced to sell the business out from underneath the kids. And so he just thought, you know, this was something that we certainly want to look into to see if there's a way that we can protect our assets from a long-term care event. What they wanted from a plan. Something that would, number one, protect their estate financially, of course. Something that would help manage their care. I think this is something that anybody that's watched a loved one go through a long-term care situation, you realize it's not just a money issue. And I I tell you, I just got back from a conference last week and there's just still a lot of advisors out there to just think if you've got X amount of dollars, whatever it is, 2 million, 5 million, 3 million, 10 million, you don't need to worry about long-term care. And what they don't realize is all the other stuff. Let's say that long-term care was free. You still have to figure out where do you get the care? How do you keep your loved one in their, in their home if they really want to stay there? The people providing the care, are those really the right people to provide that care? Are they getting the best level of care? I mean, there's just a lot of ongoing complex decision-making things that have to be done. It's a process that doesn't go away. And so Tom and Jackie are both seeing it with Tom's father, and they're like, look, we, you know, we want that. That that team of professionals to help us so that my kids don't have to end up or we don't have to try to figure out all of this on our own. So that was something that was very important to them. Somebody that would help them manage their care, so that care coordination, that case management, those people that really understand the long term care, you know, industry and how it works. Um, they'd like a plan that you know they could have paid up by the time they retire. That was something else they thought about because they weren't real sure. If they sold the business or if they transitioned the business to the kids, they weren't real sure what the, the cash flow situation would be like at that point. So they would just like to have a plan that was paid up. They both agreed they wanted unlimited coverage, which just means catastrophic. They didn't want to worry about running out of their long-term care insurance. And so that's you know that's the difference. Do you just get, for the average claim of three years, well, Tom watching his dad go through this and moving into because he, he just said, look, my dad could be around another five years. We don't know. So they wanted something that they would not, you know, a policy that they would not run out of. And that's just con- called lifetime benefits or unlimited long-term care coverage. The, you know, I, I asked him, I said, look, okay, we buy long-term care insurance. How important is it for you to get some money back if you don't use it? And it wasn't like the most important aspect of the policy. They wanted a good policy, but they said that would really be good. That would really make them feel more comfortable setting up a more meaningful plan if they knew that that money wasn't wasted. If you know they, they both lived a long life or got taken out in a car accident and they just never used it, they said it would make some sense to have some of that money paid back to their estate. That would make them feel good. So those are kind of the things that we just talked about. We went through what they wanted from a plan. Then here's what we did for them. After talking with him, we really started looking at the asset based plans with the unlimited benefits. So, I do have a traditional carrier that pays, you know, lifetime benefits, but again, it's just, it's either an annual premium or a 10 pay premium. But for that 10 pay premium, you can really get an asset based plan. And remember, on traditional plans, if you don't use them, there's no money coming back to the estate. So, we really kind of leaned over towards the asset based plan with the lifetime benefits. Now, Tom, and uh, I'm sorry, So we decided that's what we're going to focus on. We started crunching the numbers, and we ended up settling on a plan that's going to give each of them $120,000 a year of long-term care or $10,000 a month for life. So that's what we mean by unlimited benefits. If they were both on claim at the same time, that means they could pull $20,000 a month tax-free out of this long-term care insurance plan. The plan also has a guaranteed minimum benefit of 331,000, I'm sorry, $333,000. What that simply means is that if they don't use this plan, $333,000 is paid back to the estate tax free. If they do use it, but they use less than 333, they're going to get $333,000 minus whatever long-term care is used paid back to the estate. So they're guaranteed to get $333,000 back either tax free in a death benefit or in long-term care services, but should they need long-term care, they have unlimited amount of money, meaning that once they use $333,000, there's no more death benefit, but they will be able to each pull out $120,000 a year or a total of two forty a year for an unlimited amount of time. So this is true catastrophic coverage, what we call lifetime benefit with a guaranteed return of premium if they don't use it. Now, this is how we funded it. One of the key things here is, remember, we just talked about deductions. Well, Tom and Jackie own a business, okay? Their business is taxed as a C C corporation, which is key. Because, again, remember, as a business owner, all the business owners, sole proprietors, as corporations, partnerships are limited to IRS limits each year. They say, based on your age, you can deduct X amount for long-term care insurance. But a C corporation does not have those limitations. They can... Deduct whatever the premium is for long term care insurance in that given year. So, I suggested we look at ways to maximize that deduction and pay as much of the policy out of the business as possible. They both agreed. And this is what we looked at. We looked at two different scenarios. One of them was just 10 level payments of $26,000. So, they would put 10 payments in at $26,000 for a total of $260,000 into the plan. Now remember they're guaranteed to get 333 back. So this is what I say, this is one of those win-win deals. Because of their age, because they're young enough setting this up, that tax-free death benefit of $333,000 kicks in day one, but that's also the guaranteed minimum. They're guaranteed to get that 333 back one way or the other, even though they only put 260 into the plan. The other way we looked at that was making a single payment of $151,000 up front. And then just have nine annual payments of $9,300. So the reason why that is an option there is because a lot of people say, well, I don't really want payments. I don't want 10 payments of $26,000. I have a little bit of money on the sideline. Maybe I'll put a little bit of money in this year, and then I'll spread out some of those payments. That $9,300 payment is 100% deductible. That's all long-term care insurance. And this is actually the way that Tom and Jackie went. They decided instead of the 10 guaranteed-level payments, which is what I have, I personally have that 10 pay, they decide, you know what, we're going to put a little bit of this money that we have sitting on the sidelines into the plan right up front, reduce the total amount we have to put into this plan, and we'll pay over time. So that's what we did. And out of that 151000 remember the business can write a check for the long-term care portion. So out of that first hundred fifty-one. is going to be paid out of the business. So what that really means is $84,000 more will be paid in over the next nine years, because remember that $9,300, that's all paid out of the business. So out of their total, they're going to put about $235,000 into this plan over the course of 10 years. Out of that, they are going to get to write off about a hundred and twenty, eh, give or take about a hundred and twenty thousand dollars, hundred twenty-five thousand um, dollars are going to be written off out of the business as, or I'm sorry, about a hundred and fourteen thousand is going to be written off out of the business as a business expense. So what we're really trying to do is say, look, part of this policy, the IRS says, is going to go to the life insurance because there's that tax-free death benefit that's going to come back. But the long-term care portion, that lifetime benefit of long-term care, that portion of this policy is deductible. They get to write off 100% of that. So think about what they're going to do on this. They're going to put $235,000 into this plan over the course of 10 years, assuming they make all 10 payments. And remember, even if you're just paying part of this policy over time and you go on claim during those first 10 years, the premium is going to be waived but worst case scenario, they would pay 235000 into the plan. They're guaranteed to get 333000 back if they don't use the plan. They have unlimited lifetime benefits, a total of $240,000 a year that they can pull out for an unlimited amount of time or $120,000 per person. And 114000 of that $235,000 is actually going to be tax deductible expense for the business. And remember, The long term care benefit does not become taxable when they start pulling that benefit out. And if they don't use this policy and they pass away, $333,000 is paid back to their estate tax free. So they're guaranteed to get nearly $100,000 more than they're going to put into this policy. And if you think about that $114,000, I mean, just figure the tax bracket you're in. If you're in the 25% tax bracket, You could say, well, $114,000 or roughly 29,000 or 25% of that $29,000 is the savings because that's money, that $29,000 that you didn't have to pay in taxes if you would have been an employee and and tried to pay that out of your take-home pay. So again, I just really get excited about these policies. I mean, think about what this does for them. It, It gives them maximum tax deductions. It gives them lifetime coverage today. They know they're covered. Tom's sitting there watching what happened to his father. He's watching all the the physical and emotional stress that his mother's going through, and he's saying, look, I want to alleviate that from the future for my kids. They have a plan in place. They're getting some deductions on the front side. The benefits still come back to them tax-free, and they're guaranteed to get more money back than they put in. And, folks, I will tell you right now, the way the market is and the way the interest rates are and what everybody's concerned about You know, as a business owner, Tom and Jackie are looking at this saying, you know, this is actually a makes sense deal for us because even if we never use it, we're putting 235 in, we have catastrophic coverage, but we're guaranteed to get nearly $100,000 more back tax-free. That's a win-win-win for them, and they've got one of the best policies out there. Some of the other features on these lifetime benefits, they've got the concierge claim support so their family doesn't have to worry about trying to figure out how to manage their care. They've got caregiver training. They've got home improvement benefits. This is an A-plus rated company. It's just a really, really well done, fantastic plan. And part of what we're trying to do on these situations and the client of the week is look at your situation and say, okay, how do we design a plan that makes sense for you, number one? Number two, how do we maximize the benefits? Are there some ways to get some tax deductions? Let's do that for you. So just a fantastic plan. I've got to come up for air, take a little break, but stick around when we come back We're going to finish up the show with a little bit of information about tax deferral versus tax-free. I'll be right back. New asset-based programs protect your savings
0: and your family and even pay you back if you never use them. Make sure your care is funded and managed in a time of need. Learn more and sign up for one of Brian's free live webinar classes at 525longtermcare.com.
2: As we age, we can't always plan on good health, but you can plan long-term care coverage to give peace of mind to you and your family. It's story months, and a great way to learn about long-term care is to join my friends from 525 Advisors. For the next free long-term care planning live webinar, go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up. You'll learn so much. 525 Advisors will explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. Then, when you're ready, 525 Advisors will design a custom plan with you like they did for my wife and me. Our plan even has lifetime benefits that pay us back if we never use it. I love how much time they spent with us and it's not just me. Read the reviews. People love working with Brian and Madeline at 525 Advisors. So, get the great peace of mind long-term care coverage gives you. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up now for the next free live webinar. That's 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com.
3: The fact is most of us have known somebody who needed long-term care care. That's when a person reaches a stage in life requiring somebody else to help with basic daily activities due to physical conditions or a cognitive disease. Now, most of the time, long-term care starts in the home, which allows the individual to stay in a familiar setting. The price for long-term care can be expensive, and it could go on for years. Financial experts suggest purchasing long-term care insurance before you retire. Why? Because 7 out of 10 65-year-olds will need some sort of long-term care in the future. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, now you know where to start. With 525 Advisors. 525 Advisors, local experts specializing in long-term care insurance, and they have plans that are guaranteed to pay you back if you never make use of them. Protect yourself and your family members from the financial cost of extended health care. Go to 525LongTermCare.com.
0: Sign up for the next free long-term care live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525LongTermCare.com. Staying in control of your care options is a better alternative than letting the government decide for you. Welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, Certified Long-Term Care Planning Specialist with 525 Advisors.
1: All right, and we're back. Thanks for tuning in again to Long-Term Care Radio. Boy, I'll tell you, um, rolling into June already. It's been a heck of a year, and um, you know, we try to put a new show together every week. If you're new to Long Term Care Radio, this is just really an informational resource. This isn't a sales pitch. I don't want you calling me up and asking me for a quote. That's not what we do. But what we do do is start with education. And one of the best things you can do is get educated on long term care, what its options, how it, what it pays for. The difference between a traditional and an asset-based plan understand what Medicare pays for what Medicaid is all about and a great way to do all of that is to join us for one of our live webinars we've got two coming up this month in June so we're going to be looking at the 18th which is Saturday and again that following Thursday the 23rd the information's on our website at 525 longtermcare.com the Saturday class is going to kick off at um, nine o'clock in the morning if you're mountain time it's going to kick off at eight o'clock in the morning if you are pacific time or west coast and then the thursday class is a four o'clock mountain time kickoff and a 3 p.m. kickoff on the west coast it is live so that's why we have the difference there in those time zones but it's just a great way to you know Kind of learn about all this stuff in a nice forty-five minute package, and then get your questions answered, and and also listen to some of the other questions that people ask because it is a live class. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what someone's asking and explain it and, and answer that, and it's just a great learning opportunity. And then when you're ready, we'll get together with you. We'll figure out what you can qualify for, what makes sense for you, and the best way to fund it. And of course, today we we're talking about tax deductions we're going to find out is there a way that we can get you some t- tax deductions for your policy because if you can get them you certainly want to take advantage of that because it's the you know the carve out is still there right now the the federal government's starting to take away some of these tax deductions and these things that we have but long term care insurance we still have some ways to deduct some of that premium so again sign up for a class at 525 longtermcare.com so um I want to finish up the show a little bit, clarifying a few things here. So, a lot of people out there, I think, are still a little bit fuzzy on tax deferral versus tax free. And what I mean by that is that, like, a retirement account, for instance, is tax deferred, meaning that we put money in there and we earn, we get, you know, if if it doesn't matter if you're earning interest in your retirement account or if it's a stock gain, there's no tax due on that gain until you take it out down the road. So that's what we mean by deferral, tax deferral, meaning that there's still taxes. We're just going to defer the time that we collect those taxes to when you start taking that money out. So people build up 401ks or IRAs, and then once they hit 72 now, they've got to take out required minimum distributions. Then that's just like a paycheck at that point. The government looks at that just like a paycheck, and you've got to pay income tax on that. Tax-free is a different story. Tax-free means that there is no tax on the gain. So tax-free would be things like life insurance. Tax-free would be things like um, long-term care insurance benefits. When you receive those benefits, they are not considered income. And I think a lot of people get really confused on this and they don't understand the difference and the advantages and just little things. Like if you have a savings account, think about a a savings account or even a CD, you're earning interest. And if you earn $100 of interest, you've got to claim that $100 as income that year and pay tax on it. Even if it's a CD, you didn't take any money out of the CD, the IRS says, but wait a second, here's the interest that you earned. You got to pay tax on that. If it's deferred, like an annuity, so you have a fixed annuity, which is just a glorified CD, you lock your money up for three years or five years or seven years, you pick the term, you're going to get a higher interest rate, obviously, for a five-year versus a three-year. But the difference is that money in those fixed deferred annuities or or, or fixed annuities is deferred, meaning that you're earning 3% in a CD, you're earning 3% in an annuity. Well, you're getting to keep all 3% on both of those. It's just that you're paying tax as you go on the CD, but you're not paying tax on that deferred annuity. So that is the difference, and people need to understand that. So where insurance comes in is you can take some of the tax-deferred things, like deferred annuities, and you can convert it to long-term care insurance, and then you can get all of the gain out tax-free. So that's a rule made by the Pension Protection Act. It's called the 1035 exchange. They said, look, you can take a tax-deferred item like like a life insurance policy or a deferred annuity and convert it to long-term care insurance and pull all that money out. The problem is with retirement accounts you cannot do that. What we can do with a retirement account is we can take a lump sum out today and we can spread the taxes out over 10 years. but remember retirement money that those taxes were deferred. so you start putting the money in your 401k, you convert it to an IRA. it's never been taxed. the IRS is saying, look, you still have to pay taxes on that. You cannot convert that to long-term care and waive the taxes. Now, there's rumor out there talking that they might allow that to happen, but from what I've heard, I was just got, got back from a meeting a couple of weeks ago. We were discussing this. It's probably going to be a limited amount. So they might say, you know, like $2,500 a year or something you can take out of a retirement account, um, you know, tax-free to pay for long-term care insurance. So it's not going to be a meaningful amount of coverage, but it might be a little bit. It would be better than nothing. So that's part of the thing that you need to understand is the difference between tax-deferred and tax-free. And what we try to do when we design these plans is we're stepping in and we're saying, is there a way to get some deductions on the front end because the benefit's still going to come back to you tax-free. So that's what we were discussing today. And if you missed the show, you're just tuning in. Again, grab our podcast at 525longtermcare.com for an individual A health savings account if you're out there working remember you can pay some of the premium for your long-term care insurance out of that health savings account which is tax-free money to you so that can be very advantageous and if you're a business owner you can deduct those premiums up to the irs limits unless you're a c corporation and then you're not limited so we always want to look at those options and try to figure out can i get some deduction on the front end because it does not change the tax-free benefit on the back end And so that's just something that you just need to really be aware of. So, again, if you have any questions for us, yeah, like Alan did, you can go to our website at 525longtermcare.com. Send us in a question. We look at all of them. We answer all the questions. I love to get the questions because it tells me a little bit about what you're thinking, what you want to know about, and then I can build a show around that if it's a good question. And, again, 525longtermcare.com. That's also where you can sign up for our upcoming classes in June. So we got, again, Saturday the 18th, Thursday the 23rd, All the information is at 525longtermcare.com. I'm going to work on a new show. We'll be back next week. Thanks so much. You've been listening to Long-Term Care Radio
0: with certified long-term care planning specialist Brian Ott. You can download and subscribe to the podcast at 525longtermcare.com and learn about all the long-term care planning options available. If you have questions for Brian or would like information about any of his upcoming long-term care webinars, go to 525longtermcare.com. Be sure to join us next weekend for another edition of Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. For information, show schedules, and podcasts, go to 525longtermcare.com.
2: Hey, it's Story Monson. Welcome back, my friends, Brian and Madeline from 525 Advisors. They took a break last year due to that debacle created by the Washington State CARES Act, you know, the payroll tax on employees for forced long-term care that was basically worthless. The law was so poorly written and created such a mess, most insurance carriers temporarily quit offering plans in the state. But 525 Advisors is back, ready to help protect your family and savings with the best long-term care plans available. They did for my wife and me, and we couldn't be happier. I know everything we worked hard for won't be whittled down paying for long-term care. And most importantly, our girls are protected from the burden of having to care for us. And a great bonus, our plan pays us back if we never use it. So learn about all kinds of important long-term care information and join Brian this Saturday at 10 for Long-Term Care Radio here on 97.3 Cairo FM. Check out his upcoming live webinar schedule, too, at 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com.